hello and welcome to our podcast. We hope it encourages and inspires you. Please head to our website for more information on what is happening at Ashburton New Life or to get in touch. One of our team would love to talk to you. Here's today's message. Good morning. I'll tell you what, it's great to be here. I can guarantee this morning I'm here to bring good news, okay? It's all good news this morning. I don't know any bad news, and it'll all be coming from the one source of truth, amen? Uh, can I just say to you, please, would you read this book? This is the Bible. Read, the, read it cover to cover. Study it through and through. It's the source of your life and everything else. And the other thing is, when you walk out of those doors, please... You don't do stuff for Jesus, you do stuff with him. He's never going to leave you, he's never going to forsake you. You and Jesus together, walking into your day. Whatever it might hold out there, Jesus is awesome. It is a spiritual book, and you need to pray before you read it, so I'm going to pray. Lord, we thank you this morning for being here and to see your goodness, the beauty of the mountains in the background. Lord, the, the shine on the faces of your people this morning as they worship you. We're here to honor you this morning, Jesus, to make you known. Lord, we don't need to be remembered. We need you to be remembered. May we bring Jesus wherever we go. Lord, do we open our eyes, our hearts, and our minds to you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. And the little song that goes with that that uh, sort of matches my message goes a little bit like this. You've got to have eyes to see and ears to hear. And a heart that will understand. You've got to have an open heart to receive God's word. For the testing time is now at hand. Remember now what Jesus said. Come and follow me. You shall know the truth. And the truth shall set you free. You've got to have eyes to see and ears to hear. And a heart that will understand. Amen. So let's open our hearts to the Lord this morning. Now, if you take your Bible, please, and just turn to Psalm 110. If you don't have a Bible, see if you can find a Christian near you who has one. <laughs> Why did we stop bringing Bibles to church? What happened? <laughs> yeah, you can turn to, turn to Psalm 110 on whatever device or whatever it is you, you use for that. Well, that's where we... Uh, going this morning. I really feel to be a little bit prophetic this morning as well. It's so important that we understand the times and the seasons. We need a moment of, uh, of the Issachar uh, anointing in our lives that we can know how we should respond to the days that we are in. So I want to come from there this morning. I want you to go out of those doors knowing not only who you are in Jesus, but what God wants you to do and how to respond to the season that we're living in right now, which is actually a really exciting one. You may be surprised to hear. But the Lord says to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. The Lord will extend your mighty scepter from Zion. You will rule in the midst of your enemies. Your troops will be willing on your day of battle, arrayed in holy majesty from the womb of the dawn. You will receive the dew of your youth. Who likes the last line? <laughs> Who's ready for the dew of their youth? <laughs> yeah, come on, let, let's go for that this morning. So we are in right now in the time of the evening sacrifice in terms of where God's going. And uh, we are sort of cruising through it, uh, but we actually come into the time when the dawn is going to break. And so I just want to explain to you how that works this morning 
And uh, so Psalm 141 and verse 2. I love the song we were singing about raising our hand before the Lord. You've got to raising our hands again. I'm going to get everybody to raise their hands at the end of the service as well. So uh, it's all good. 141 and verse 2 says this. Let my prayer be counted as incense before you and the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Our prayer, the lifting up of our hands. We're going to develop those things just a wee bit this morning. We are in a time of sacrifice. We are in a time of, of testing. Uh, anybody faced any challenges recently? No, no, it's all, it's all been, I know it's cruisy over here on the side of the hill. Yeah, we, all, the, all, the, all the exciting stuff happens on the other side of the hill. But no, it's, uh, it's a, an, an incredible time. Now, God's still on the throne. He gives us the government we need to make us the church he wants us to be. He gives us the situations we need to shape us for the people we want to, he wants us to be. Amen? Because we are ed- heading into the greatest time you have ever heard or dreamed of. The last days are the best days for the church. You're coming back for a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any, any such thing, but moving in the power of God, seeing God's kingdom go right throughout the earth. Now, come on, the kingdom we are part of is not short of anything. Please. That's our source, that's our resource. We are citizens, that's where we belong. We are actually extraterrestrial. When you receive Christ, you become E.T. You belong up there, not down here. Just down here for a season to bring what's up there down here for the people who need it. Amen? Amen. This time of going through the test, it's about building trust. Building trust as we come through our trials successfully. Come on, you're here this morning, so you came through, all right? You came through, so you're building trust because trust in the end is going to bring you to a place where you'll absolutely flow with God in an amazing, incredible way and be a part of what he's doing in these days. But it's so important that you know the word. Know the word. Now, the uh, things I've got up on the screen are a little bit different from what you would normally see uh, on the screen. Can I bring the next one up? Uh, Yeah. Uh, what I've got there, the central one is what I'm, is the verse we're working with. The other ones, as I've been preparing for the, this week, these are some of the scriptures I've been looking at that sort of flow into it. So you can get your phone out and you can take a picture of that. And when you get home, you can study those scriptures. The Bible says, study to show yourself approved to God, a workman who doesn't need to be ashamed. Amen. So studying the Word of God. So I'm giving you those so that you can use them during the week, go and study them during the week and make them a part of who you are. So you can grab a picture of that or you might be able to get it online later on. But the Lord says to my Lord, that's Yahweh and Adonai, look those up, it's fantastic. Sit, remain or dwell at my right hand. I mean, we, we live in an incredible place. God places us so beautifully, so incredibly. We are the most privileged, blessed people on the... Who feels privileged and blessed this morning? I trust by the time we've finished, all of us will be saying yes to that. I feel very, very privileged. Ephesians chapter 2 and verses 4 to 7. The, the, these verses are just absolutely incredible. Learn them, write them on your heart, make them a part of who you are. But God. Who loves the places where it says, but God? Whatever you're facing, never remember. Always remember, but God. Everything seems impossible, but God. 
there's always the God factor where God can break into your world, whatever's going on for you. But God, being rich in mercy, who's thankful for that? Because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. Please, if you're here this morning and you don't know Jesus, when Jesus comes in, you become alive. You realize all of a sudden why you are on the planet. Most people out there have no idea why they're on planet Earth. They just live for the weekends or for the holidays coming up sometime. But hey, with Jesus, every morning is incredibly exciting. It's an adventure. Hey, Jesus, what's on the program today? Come on, it's, it's fantastic. It's a great way. It's exciting. Please, don't say to me, take care. I'm a take risks person. Amen? Uh, the, you see, the Holy Spirit lives in the, in the take risk area. He's, he's the comforter. So he'll help you when you're taking risks, not when you're comfortable. Amen? So who's going to take some risks this week for Jesus? Come on, get over yourself. Go and talk to that person about Jesus. Offer to pray for that person. Jesus is amazing. We should be talking about him all the time. Amen? By grace you have been saved. Please, you can't earn your way to heaven. Stop trying. Just keep walking with Jesus and do what he tells you. Stop working so hard trying to please Jesus. Enjoy life. I look out of my window. I'm, I'm up on, on, in Hokitika. I look out across Mount Cook and the ocean and the mountains, and the seagulls go by. And I watch them. The wind's blowing. And I see these birds are just sort of, they're just cruising. Just riding the waves. Hey, the Bible says the wind blows wherever it wants, and that's how the, it is for the children of God. For me, I look at those seagulls, that's, that's how I want to do life. I, I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm a child of the Holy Spirit. I, I just see what the Holy Spirit does, I just ride the wind. Come on, stop stressing, stop making life hard. Do life with Jesus and with the Holy Spirit, and you can have so much fun, so much excitement. Don't wear yourself out doing stuff yourself. Amen? Amen. Make, that, make that a commitment. To that. No more stuff myself. I'm going to do it all with Jesus. Not only have we been saved by grace, he's raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That is positionally where we are. Not just in terms of authority, but we begin to look down and we see what's happening from God's perspective. I know what the government's doing. I know what's happening with the world. They're not on our side. Jesus was totally counterculture. Get used to it. We need to see what's happening from God's perspective and fit in with God. Stop spending half your time trying to find out what the elite and this and that one are doing. Find out what God's doing and join in with him. Amen. He is working out his plan. He's working out his way for your life. Get on with it and do that. It's exciting. Every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. Amen. My, my head is full of old songs. I've got a half hour drive from Hawkatigga to Greymouth. I sing old songs the whole way. Most of them are scriptures in song. I was born in a great era when we had scriptures in song. Amen. Raised us up, seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus so that this is what's coming, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace, bigger than you can imagine, in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. Come on, who's looking forward to the best days that are coming? I, I'm excited. I, I want to be around when Jesus comes back. That is going to be the ultimate, ultimate trip. 
I mean, when Jesus comes back, you're going to say, oh, hi, Jesus. It'll be boom, you'll be flat on your face. It'll be so exciting. Then you come up with your new body. Yeah, who's looking forward to one of those, yeah? Come on. Look, and then you'll be able to look at you. Wow, I'm really looking forward to seeing the face of Jesus. Are you? I lie in my bed at night, so I'm closed my eyes. I said, Lord, I'd love to see your face. No, no, you can't. You'd be wasted, you know? But I'd really would love to see the face of Jesus, amen? Until I make your enemies your footstool. Where, where are Jesus' feet? Well, what are we? Who are we? Corporately, who are we? We're his body, his hands, his feet, his voice. That's under our feet, amen? <laughs> that sounds good, doesn't it? Who, who, who likes the idea of that? There's a, there's a point that the one I've got there in Joshua, Joshua's got these kings that he's captured and he tells his battle guys, hey, come and put your feet on their necks. And they put their feet on that. This is what I'm going to do to all your enemies. Come on. That's the God we serve. Nothing but nothing but nothing is too big or too powerful to stand against him. We sang it this morning. I want to do that war cry one at the end, the second to last song you had. But look, the Lord sends forth from Zion. Zion is the kingdom of God for us as people. If you go to if you go to so Hebrews chapter twelve, those verses in Hebrews twelve, you say we're not going to Mount Zion with with smoke and fear and everything else. We've come to this incredible uh, city, the mountain of God, and with all the power and the authority and the wisdom that God brings. It. That's our power source. Our power source. It's our source of everything that we ever would want or desire in our lives. It's it's absolutely amazing. And this is where I want to spend some time now. It talks about your mighty scepter. The scepter, we know Moses, of course, had a rod. Please, when it says scepter, just talk about a rod. Just other kings had a special one, gold or whatever, but it's just a rod. Uh, Māori people have a rod. There's an important moment. Uh, I haven't got it on the screen, but Hebrews 11.21, if you want to make a note of that. It's a moment where Jacob's come to the end of his life. You know how Jacob came to the end of his life, he's prophesying over all his sons, the... Uh, and, and just standing, leaning on his staff. Now, the staff was significant because during, it's not just a, a stick of wood. Uh, during their life, they would carve life's moments on that rod. And so, actually, the story of their life is right there on that rod that they're carrying. It wasn't just something, it wasn't that they needed to lean on it. He didn't need it so that he could walk. But he was leaning with his hand on the top of the staff. In other words, he realized his life was complete. But what had been happening there, these were all the places, all the moments where he had overcome trials and difficulties in the grace of God. And so what he's actually got in his hand is his testimony, the story of his life. As we go on, the things that we are going through, we've been going through now, are actually building a testimony that becomes more and more powerful and effective. They overcame him by you know, the blood of the Lamb and the, the word of their testimony. Our testimony is empowered by us handling the stuff that's going on now and coming through the other side victorious in Jesus. So please understand, God is in the trials. He doesn't give them to you, but he's with you in them. 
and he wants to use the trials to make you a stronger, more effective testimony for his glory. So please, when we put our trials into that perspective, we can then understand what James said, which to me, at first, and this guy's a nutter, you know, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. I mean, who gets joyful about trials, you know? But we consider it joy, we joyful because we know the outcome of it is going to be incredible for us. So right now, just take your present trials. Who's got present trials? Oh, put your hands up if you haven't got any trials at the moment, all right? <laughs> that would be easier. They've got one or two angels to start flying around. They've got an angel. Could you please fly around? You've got no trials. Whoa, that's amazing. Fantastic. Wow. I'd love a moment like that. Who would? But it's just part of life. But God uses it to shape us and to empower us and to make us more and more like Jesus as we go. So please, don't waste your trials. Don't waste your, your, the difficulties. You know, turns you things around the right way, amen? The heavenly perspective. God's preparing his church. The church has been coming through difficult times. We're coming out the other side stronger, more resolute, more excited about Jesus, more ready for him coming back. Who's looking forward to him coming back again? It's a bit of a dilemma, isn't it? You think, I want you to come back, but Jesus, I need this one and that one and that one to be with me when you come back. I need my friends to be saved, my workmates, my grandees, my grandchildren. I, I want them all to be saved for you, Lord God. It's interesting, when we, go, when we look in the Bible, one of the things you go to uh, when you are following any particular truth, they're talking about the scepter now, we go back to the book of beginnings, that's to the book of Genesis. And when you go back to Genesis, uh, you will find in Genesis chapter uh, 49, uh, the story of Judah. So Jacob's prophesying over all his sons, and he prophesies over Judah. Uh, what does Judah mean to us? You can shout it out, it's all right. Praise? Praise? We were being a Judah company just before. We're praising the Lord. Yeah. Uh, it said, Judah, your brothers will praise you. Uh, but it goes on. It talks about he's like Judah. Judah is a lion's cub from the prey, my son. You've gone up. He stooped down. He crouched as a lion. And as a lioness, who dares to rouse him? God is awakening his church. There is an awakening going on in the church. People are beginning to realize what is going on? I think, hey, we are the only answer. There is no other answer on the planet for what's going on on the earth right now than the church. We, he doesn't have a, a, an option, any other option. We are it. We are his hands, his feet, his influence, his ambassadors here, ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven. We are the answer. So time for us to wake. God is waking his church. And he said, who dares to rouse him? The, you know, the rising, I'm going to do my thing. Amen. The lion is being awakened up, yeah? Come on, there's a, there's a lion waiting to roar on the inside of you. You've got turbo boost on the inside. You have the Holy Spirit of God. That same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead is in those who believe. You have this incredible power and authority inside of you. If only we would begin to stop saying take care and start saying to each other, take risks, not on the road, but in your faith walk, amen? Who's ready for it? Come on, come on. We, let's be the lion of God. Let's be the, the Jude of the lion of God. Go out and do some stuff for Jesus. 
we're here. People, most people don't know you're here. Come on, they, it's time they began to see something out of this place. Come on. And then verse 10, it says, The scepter shall not depart from Judah. Amen. Nor the ruler's staff from between his feet till the tribute comes to him shall be the obedience of the people. Judah is about praise and power. So we have our testimony, who we are becoming through the trials. We have our praise, which is powerful. It's another extension of the scepter of God into our world. You see, the scepter was important. Uh, when the scepter, if you read the book of Esther, when the scepter is extended, it means you are being authorized. You are authorized. God has authorized you to represent him. He said, yeah, I've given you the authority. I've given you everything that you need to do what I'm calling you to do. It all comes with the book, with my spirit, and with the body that you're a part of. There is an anointing that is on this church that is yours. Uh, I think you're moving closer and closer to a real anointing, a breakthrough. You're going to see it happening on every side. It'll begin with individuals. And it's going to spread and you're going to see the church breaking through into whole new levels. So keep going for it. Keep going for it. We've got worship. We've got the word. With our testimony, come on, we 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 we're it. He says, "Rule, rule in the midst of your enemies. Rule in the midst." No, that's <laughs> not a friendly world out there. Have you noticed that? Oh, perhaps it's really friendly around here. Amen. <laughs> oh no, I'm, I'm from the other coast, you know. Uh, it's funny. I was talking before about the difference with the coast over there. Um, I see, I'm putting all these pictures up on the, on the screen. One of them uh, was just a background picture for a slide I was doing. It had a picture of a stag up on a hill, and the guys all immediately go, <laughs> everyone shoots the stag, you know. When I was in Wellington, I'd go back and tell them how many rabbits I'd shot, and I'd just about lose half the congregation. Oh, poor bunnies. There's quite a difference culturally between the places you're at, you know, Amen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's, uh, it's great. It's a lot of fun. And we, we, our people get very excited in our prayer meeting. Uh, they get so excited sometimes they swear in the middle of it. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's enthusiasm anyway, amen? <laughs> when they're telling the devil what they think of him, they use the appropriate terminology, you know. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I'm getting used to it, you know. You're driving down the road and you see somebody's car parked this side, or another one going the other. They just stop parking in the middle of the road, just talking to each other, you know. That's fantastic, you know. Yeah. Gumboots for church, amen. Oh, come on, it's great over there. You can come and visit us sometime. It's awesome over there. Why people will never, ever leave the coast, they can't understand it. You know, oh, oh, sorry about that. You know, sorry, sorry about that. <laughs> Anyway, it's good. I know, I know when the people love me, when they bring me a pack of white pad. Yeah, that guy loves me, you know. That's awesome. 
But, you know, the psalmist said, you prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies, you anoint my head with oil. Come on, that's got to be good. God's going to feed you exactly what you need right now. It's, it's, sorry, venison and white bait and crayfish for me, but uh, whatever you have over here, I'm not sure. Uh, but it's all good, amen? God gives you what you need. He spreads a table in the midst of you. In the midst of it all, he's, he's going to forgive you a feast, anoint you with oil, the anointing of the Holy Spirit on our lives. It's, it's just... Just right now, I just want you to just pause for one minute. I just want you to recognize the anointing. Just close your eyes and recognize right now the presence and the anointing of God on your life. Just be still before him for a moment. I thank you, Lord, each one of us are anointed to represent you, to rule in the midst of trial and our enemies. I just release a new deep sense of trust in you this morning. Trust in your promises that are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Trust in your presence that you're always with us. And your plans for us are good to give us a future and a hope. Just settle that in people's hearts right now, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, the the third, uh, third of the, these verses that we've been looking at talks about, I said, your people will offer themselves freely. It's time really to just offer ourselves totally to the Lord. Say, Lord, it's, it's all about you. You know, when we offer ourselves to him, everything else will flow and come into place. If, if he is just a part of our lives, that's all he'll ever be. He, he wants to be part of every moment of your life. Uh, I think like Carl was saying, he wants to, wants to go with you into your family, into your workplace, into wherever you go. You see, we, we, we carry kingdom influence. We carry the anointing, the atmosphere of heaven with us. Please, don't come under the prevailing atmosphere at your workplace. Be the prevailing atmosphere. Let his presence, his shalom, shine out through you into your world. If you had a hard day at work, don't take it home with you, all right? Stop at the garden gate. Just take a big breath, because you never know what's going to be greeting you when you go past those doors. Amen? <laughs> you don't know what sort of day the rest of the family have had. You know what's going to church. You just thought, oh, I'm going to come in. I'm going to bring kingdom. I'm going to bring peace into my home. You can bring your calm into those situations. Amen? So carry his presence wherever you go. But your people will offer themselves freely. I mean, it's, 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 it's an offering. It's, it's, Lord, here I am. It's the greatest exchange you can ever make. I mean, it's totally unfair. We give him us and he gives us him. I mean, what sort of a deal is that? It's incredible. Why would you ever not do that? If you're here this morning, you haven't really surrendered yourself to Jesus. Please. I don't know about you, but I would not want to be walking out into that world without him. 
I seriously wouldn't. I certainly wouldn't want to be dying without him. Amen? There, there, is, there is a judgment day. God's a holy and a pure and a just God. And he has given us his son. He's not going to say, you know, how many old ladies did you help to cross the road or how much did you give away? He's going to say, I've given you my son. What did you do with Jesus? What, what are you doing with Jesus today? That'll be the one question. What did you do with Jesus? And said, oh, yeah, I, 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 I walked with Jesus. You'll, you'll be in. You'll be in. No other questions asked. Yeah. Jesus said, yep, that's one of mine. Yep, that's one of mine. Yep, that's one of mine. In you come. Please get your heart right with Jesus today. It's, uh, you're doing yourself a favor when you do that. So it's on the day of your power. We're off ourselves. Please, Lord, we say, you know, oh, when, when the power of God comes, I'll be volunteering. No, you, it works the other way around. We volunteer first, and then, then the power comes. That's how it works. That's how it works. We, we do the volunteer. We volunteer, offer ourselves to Jesus, offer ourselves to flow with what God's doing in the body that you're a part of. Keep just offering ourselves to him. We own nothing. I, I don't own a thing. I'm not even alive, you know. Yeah? I was dead. I'm not anymore. I'm alive in Christ now. No longer me living. It's Christ who lives in me. Come on. That's our true life. That's what guarantees we go on into a glorious eternity. Please, I will not be on a harp, on a cloud playing a harp. Amen? Jesus, please, no, not that. Amen? <laughs> it could be exciting. He knows which section I belong in the exciting section. Amen? That's where I want to be, where the action is in heaven. Okay? So, please, you won't miss anything when you get to heaven. Think, oh, I hope there's this. I hope there's this. your food, your activities, your favorite. No, don't worry. Everything will be way, 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 way better than anything you can dream of. The Bible says, eyes haven't seen, our ears haven't heard, hasn't even entered our hearts, the thing that God's prepared for those who love. Come on, come on. It's just going to be amazing. Have you ever had moments that said, Lord, would you please just take me home now? <laughs> you know those moments yeah we quite quite like to get out of here just about right now amen <laughs> i had a moment like that when i was in fiji and i i'm going into town i was just a brand new christian basically and i go to visit my friend over there and there's this big sign on the hurricane wire netting along the sports re, uh, sports field you know i said healing crusade I said, wow wow that's great who's doing the healing crusade i said you are <laughs> what I know I'm in this big, big hall and it's full of people who need healing and they're full of demons as well. And I'm on the stage and said, Lord, this would be a really good time to take me home about now, amen? <laughs> I'll tell you what, I was 110% dependent on Jesus, so he did some stuff, amen? <laughs> there was no way I was going to do that by myself in any way. But Revelation chapter 12, verses 10 and 11, I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now is the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ. They've come for the accuser of our brethren has been thrown down who accuses them day and night before our God. They've conquered him by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives even unto death. And the last bit, right, you can, you can go there and have a look. It's about the womb of the morning. The womb is the birthplace. 
The womb is the time that just before the dawn comes to the time of dew drop. You'll see the dew of your youth. Please get up in the mornings and meet Jesus to start your day. Don't pick your phone up first. Pick the Bible up first. Read this news, get in the presence of Jesus, then you can sort out your other stuff afterwards. I mean, otherwise, you'll pick up the phone, you'll be going here and go, oh, that's right, I was going to do my time with Jesus, you know. I was going to commit my day to him. Can we, can we, can we get serious about following him this morning? I mean, he's amazing. He is absolutely incredible. Just incredible. So I, I do want to uh, leave those thoughts with you this morning the incredible goodness of God. He's building a testimony in your life. Let's walk out of those doors, look, ready for whatever comes. Whatever comes, I'm ready. I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Whatever comes, I'm, I'm ready for whatever's coming, Lord God, because you're with me. I'm not doing this by myself. I'm walking with you into my school, into my workplace, into my place of study. Whatever you're working into, uh, I am not on my own amazing isn't it I mean, what, what would I be doing up here if it was just me that would be a waste of all of your time but it's me and Jesus it's me and the Holy Spirit I, I, we're going to go back in a moment to that uh, that war cry song and we're going to lift our hands before the Lord one hand holds up the word the other hand is an offering of evening sacrifice our heart is filled with praise saying Lord let me be a testimony for you in my world his hands are raised in his presence these hands are designed to be stretched out towards others to heal to bless to encourage to help, to release the blessing, the presence, and the power of God. Can we just stand before him for a moment? So please, this morning, as, as we are singing, uh, we, let, let's raise our hands before the Lord. Let's offer ourselves, Lord, here I am. I'm giving myself totally to you today. If this is the first time for you, or it's a rededication. I, I want you to see you at the end. You've got to scare yourself a little, otherwise you won't get anywhere. Get out of your seat and walk down the front here and say, I'm, I'm one of those people. Today, I'm, I'm getting 100% right with you, Jesus. Yeah? So you just please come, and uh, I'll meet you here. Others will meet you here, pray with you. And uh, also, if you've got pain infirmity in your body we'd love to see god heal you as well so we'll make that time as we are singing uh please come but father thank you lord for your word this morning would you make it real for each and every one of us may we walk into our world with you lord god wherever we go may our lives become a testimony lord whatever's waiting for us out there the trials the testing that may be there we're walking into them with you knowing that through them, Lord God, you will work something into our lives that will make us more effective, more powerful for you, will shape us for the incredible day that is coming on the earth. Lord, the dawn is soon coming. The dawn is going to awaken us 
and we will be ready for the greatest day that the church has ever seen. We are excited, Lord. We are anticipating your goodness, your grace, your provision, your protection. We're declaring, Lord God, that our generations will be one for you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord. You have said the anointing you put upon us, the word you put in our mouths will not only be in our mouths, but in the mouths of our children and our children's children. Thank you, Lord, for those we've spoken the word to them, that right now the, the incorruptible seed is in their hearts. We speak an awakening to that seed in the mighty name of Jesus. We claim our generations, our neighbours, our workmates for you today in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you, Lord God. We give you the glory. Somebody going to come and sing that? <laughs> 